The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. This is going to be kind of an unusual show for a couple reasons. It's the next to last show I'm going to be doing um, at Raider Nation podcast. Yeah, this uh, the next show will be the last episode of Raider Nation podcast. I just want you guys to know that. I'm going to have some surgery done, knee replacement. I'm not going to be able to do it, A. And I really don't want to do it anymore, B. But I'm not going to be able to do the show um, from my bed. <laughs> That's for sure. So I just want to give everybody a fair warning. And, um, well, this show should be obvious. You know, Derek Carr was benched by McNuggets. So... Let's just get into this rant because I get to let it go right now. It's a wonderful thing for me to vent on this particular event. I'd say thank you, Derek Carr, for saving the Raiders. Thank you, Derek Carr, for bringing stability, class, you know, hanging in there and the worst times of our franchise. What an example of a great Christian man and just a good dude. I mean, we have to listen to this mealy mouth McNuggets explanation of benching car, which is a lie. We're going to go ahead and, and start Jarrett uh, the last couple games of the season here. Um, you know, we're, none of us is happy with where we're at, um, but we think it's a, an opportunity to um, you know, evaluate a younger player who hasn't had much time to play. I'm talking to Derek, uh, who was great. You know, he understands uh, the scenario that we're in and the situation and very supportive of the two young guys. I mean, this whole thing has been a lie since this moron stepped onto the stage here in Las Vegas. We're going to do our best to win, blah, 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 blah. He's mealy mouth speeches from the very beginning have not changed. I can't even listen to him. Honestly, after a game, it just makes me sick to my stomach to hear his voice. Even a win is difficult. And let me just get this straight. Stidham is no franchise quarterback. He will be blown away, if not injured, completely. He will reveal who he is, which is not the guy. You'll look at him and know, gosh, man, I wish Carr was playing this game because he stinks. And he stunk in New England. He's going to stink here, too. Josh McDaniels using Carr for an excuse for a absolute loss of a season. Disappointing. Um, thought we had good effort. I didn't think the, the conditions really affected us I thought our guys handled that fine um, you know just obviously not enough uh, production I'd say offensively as we went through the game you know started well um, you know had a decent first drive you know the first half had some things that we liked and got some things going did a decent job of putting some points on the board before the half there in the two minute uh, but really just couldn't sustain 
um, the positive play formula that we wanted to have. You know, too many, either a negative play here, a negative play there, or a penalty, an untimely uh, penalty. Obviously, the one that took JJ's big run back hurt. So, um, you know, 10 points on the road is, is tough to win. You know, when, when you're doing that, put a lot of pressure and stress on the defense. And I thought the defense, um, you know, did a decent job for the most part. Uh, we knew they would give us a huge dose of the running back, which he's a really good player. And um, I thought our guys, you know, you know, you know, played it admirably uh, for the most part. He gave up a couple chunk runs, but for the most part, I thought we did a decent job there. Um, you know, and contained the passing game as long as we could. And then, you know, they made a few plays there at the end, obviously to to drive the ball and and score at the end. So, um, at the end of the day. Just you know, hard to win with ten points. You know, it's just it's just difficult to do that. And I thought we, um, like I said, I, I didn't think we we went there and and the conditions affected us. That's not the case. I thought we played you know decent in that regard, um, but just you know didn't have enough to show for it. Josh, over the last four games, uh, Derek's uh, completion percentage is fifty five percent or below. Mm-hmm. He's got nine interceptions over his last five games. Um, Especially at this point in the season, where you would figure that maybe things would be trending up, you know, mm-hmm. understanding the offense, anything that you can put your finger on, and why that's it's going in that direction. Yeah, um, there's probably there's a lot of reasons, obviously, for that, and I don't put everything. Uh, it's never on one person, um, you know, and and uh, that's our responsibility, my responsibility, and at the end of the day, the passing game and the production of the passing game, you know, usually has a lot to do with how we protect, you know, the routes we run, the ability to read the coverage together, throwing and catching, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. So I know that that statistic gets applied to just one person, but uh, certainly there's, you know, there's other factors, um, you know. So, I mean, look, it, that's not good enough, you know what I mean? And, and for us to be able to win at this time of the year uh, and be productive uh, offensively, you, you have to throw the ball, you know, better than what we've thrown it at times here in the last month and a half. Um, we've been able to win some in spite of that, you know, overall. But um, you know, clearly that's not the goal. Uh, the goal would be to mu- be, be be more productive than what what we've been. You're mentioning obviously there's a lot of reasons, yep. lot of factors. Uh, but do you need your quarterback to play better? Yeah, I mean, look, we we all can do better. I mean, that's a fact. I mean, if we're sitting in the meeting room today thinking that we 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 played great over the last however long it is. Um, I don't think that's really the case. You know what I mean? We, we, we all can do better, um, and, we, and we should, and we need to. Uh, and we can coach better, you know. So um, we're all in this together. That's the way it's going to be. And you win and lose as a team offensively. You know, you're, you're productive as a group, not, you know, as one individual or a bunch of individuals. So um, everybody, you know, can do better. And I, I'm sure he'd be the first one to tell you that he could do the same thing. So... I absolutely hate the benching of Derek Carr. There are monetary uh, things at play here, and I get that. If Derek Carr gets hurt, then the Raiders might be in a bind. But that's if. We're talking about ifs. Talk to him. Talk to him. If he gets hurt, right. we got to protect ourselves. Let me tell you about everything Derek Carr has protected you, the Las Vegas, formerly Oakland Raiders, from. We worried about ifs. Can we talk about reality? 2020, no fans in a new home. Trading Khalil Mack, one of the best pass rushers in the National Football League. Trading Amari Cooper, three Pro Bowls in his first four years. Can we talk about reality? Not ifs, but what Derek Carr has actually had to overcome. And y'all going to do this to him? 
Make it make sense. Dave Hellman, you're a brilliant man. You can make some sense of it for me. You will talk money, so talk to me about the dollars and the cents. Do you have an issue with Carr being benched? I really hate to follow that up after getting a refresher <laughs> was, on everything the Raiders have done wrong was, over the last, like, six years, because it is a long list. But, no, I, I don't have an issue, and this is just – it's a brutal reminder of life in the NFL. Everybody in the back of their mind is going – we all know what's happening if this goes south. Like, we got a certain amount of guarantees built into this thing. It was a great contract extension that Derek Carr signed just last year. But it was built in a sh- kind of shocking way for a quote-unquote franchise quarterback. Like, the Raiders can get out of this deal with only, like, a $5 million cap hit next year. That is shockingly low. Like, typically, if you cut a franchise quarterback, you're talking about crippling your team for years to come. That's why we talk about why Russ Wilson isn't leaving Denver, because it's impossible this is not impossible. And everything you just said, I don't want to let the Raiders off the hook at all. They've done some tremendously stupid things. But a lot of the stuff you just mentioned was done by the predecessors. Mm-hmm. Josh McDaniels didn't have anything to do with that. The new GM in, in Las Vegas didn't have anything to do with a lot of that. And Derek Carr is not their guy. Honestly, it feels like the Raiders have been flirting with getting rid of Derek Carr for four or five years at this point. I feel like every offseason it's like, oh, they, they might, and then it never happens. Well, It seems like it's happening this year, and it's brutal. I don't doubt Derek Carr's commitment. I think he's a good quarterback. I consider Derek Carr the baseline for what a franchise quarterback can be. Like, you you can win with Derek Carr. It hasn't happened in Las Vegas or Oakland. A lot of it's not his fault, but sometimes you turn into the scapegoat. I think that's what's happening here. It's brutal, but I don't have an issue with it. That's the nature of the NFL. I think I've defended Derek Carr so long because we tend to forget because of the brands of the Raiders just how truly dysfunctional that place is. You just ran down some of the stuff that Derek Carr has had to deal (laughs) with. And it took me a while. (laughs) He's also had six head coaches. And when we talk about how many head coaches Baker's had, and the excuse machine just flies around for well, we can't put it all on Baker. Went to the Browns. What is the difference outside of brands between the Raiders and the Browns? What? What is it? They, one thing that they have had the same this whole time is ownership. Mm-hmm. And what are they doing right now with this Derek Carr situation? Making a what kind of decision? Business. Money. Money. Monetary. Money. Yeah. I don't know if it's a good business decision. It might not be. If yeah. they get a guy who's worse than Derek Carr in there, it wasn't a good business decision. So it's really a money decision, which is what a lot of this is about. Because they, are, they don't have a lot of money to deal with. Yep. Which is why Josh McDaniels is going to be there next year. And should he be there next year? Shouldn't we be talking about if Josh McDaniels should be there next year? Right. Why that are we not talking question. about if Josh Thank McDaniels you. should be there next year? Because they ain't going to pay him to go away. Right. They're not going to do it. They're not writing a check for him to go away. Whether he should or he shouldn't doesn't matter because they're not going to lose that money. So the, what, what, my issue with it is this. What, what do you think Jared Sidham's going to do in two games? What do we think he's going to do? I, think, I don't think he's going to do anything. Hand the ball off. Correct. He, I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't think Josh McDaniels is a good coach. I think it's been more of the same with the Vegas Raiders, which is very unfortunate because they are great brands and they do have a great fan base. And when the Raiders are good, it's fun. Like, this is a fun team to watch when they're good. They're just because of that brand, because right. of the history, because it's the Raiders. They just bring something out of everybody. Yep. But Derek Carr has had to deal with a lot. And I really think Derek Carr is great. Because for most of this, he's been good. And when you consider everything he's had to deal with, imagine if he was in a functional situation right. with, like, well, the same coach in an, an organization that isn't actively hustling backwards. 
It's wild that they're doing this to Derek Carr. And Derek, sometimes it's a blessing. God gives the most to his strongest soldiers. This is a blessing. Get up out of there. Go somewhere else. Relax. Now you're not gonna get them, you're not gonna get those Nevada taxes now everywhere you go, but you are gonna get to go somewhere that wants you, that needs you, and you're gonna get an opportunity to show that this dysfunction is not because of you. I think that's another reason why I don't have a huge issue with this is this could be good for Derek Carr. I mean, like again, like I don't think he's wonderful. Like I don't consider Derek Carr a top 10, top 12 quarterback, but again, I think the right team can win with Derek Carr. This makes the NFL more interesting. Like the quarterback movement that we're seeing these days where every year you're talking about major quarterbacks moving, like theoretically he could be cut. And how often do you see a franchise caliber quarterback hit the open market when he still has like time left in his career? Like Derek Carr's not old, especially not by quarterback standards. So, I mean, my God, the New York Jets need a quarterback. The Atlanta Falcons need a quarterback. Like, I can't even list all of the teams that might be just a solid quarterback away from being able to compete. So this could be good for him in the long run. And not saying that they'll make the most of it, but with a potential top 10 pick, the Raiders could also have an opportunity to do something. <laughs> that I didn't say they would make the most of it, but they could have the opportunity. Read that one more time. What was the thing? <laughs> 2021, hey. first round pick. All it takes, <laughs> 2020, first all it takes <laughs> is being right one time. See, my thing, the disrespect comes in, why not let him finish the year out? Because you're, you're stuck paying him on, $40 man. million dollars like, if he gets hurt. My thing is, have that respect. He played this whole year. Let him finish out. It's a lot of bad issues with the, with the Raiders. They ain't just their car. Have that respect. Let the guy finish out. And then if you guys move on and part ways, then do that. If that respect leads you to not being able to move on, that is a problem. Okay, well, That's- then say that. And don't act like we're all dumb. If you're going to do this as a money decision, say, we don't want to play him because if he gets right. hurt, we'll owe him $40 million. Right. Sure. Right. But don't be out here like, we want to see what the younger kids are going to do. <laughs> we want to yeah. see what the future is. Like, I'm dumb. I'm not. So what is it? Because if it's, if it's that, if it's that you don't want to risk paying him that, okay, fine. But then we can also say this is a joke. Sure. And you're, disrespectful. Yeah. you're disrespecting somebody who's done a lot for your organization. Correct. And we can stop talking about you like you're a legit organization making legit decisions. But you can't play it both ways. It's one or the other. Final thought is this. Josh McDaniels, you've been significantly worse than Derek Carr. Who are the best players on the Raiders offensively? Well, you have Devontae Adams. And what did Devontae Adams say in November? You know what? If this is how they playing. I don't know if I should be here. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs. What did Josh Jacobs say just last game? Tired of it. I'm tired of it. So those are your two best players. And Derek Carr, your third best offensive weapon, given that he's a quarterback, you're benching. It's not a Derek Carr problem. It's a McDaniels problem. How could we have a better team this year with better players all the way around and not go to the playoffs, not play better? Because we have a horrible head coach and a a coaching staff stinks. Mark Davis, the idiot. I mean, I'm going to put this clearly on Mark Davis, who got a letter, incidentally, from the NFL saying, stop firing people that you have to owe money to because you've paid $800 million (laughs) since you've gotten the team. I don't know if that's a correct number. But I know I got a letter from the NFL saying, hey, you got to control your money. What an idiot. I can't stand Mark. He wouldn't make a pimple on his butt, his dad's ass. He's a horrible owner, 
and his 18-year-old girlfriend next to him in the booth says everything. Not a class act at all. He's a horrible owner. I hope that they push him out somehow. He loses his team because he needs to lose the team to an owner that has a brain. Because he reminds me of the Scarecrow in the, in the Wizard of Oz. I wish I had a brain. Yeah, we all wish you had a brain too, Mark Davis. Let's just go over a list of quarterbacks we've had at the Raiders. Rick Meyer, you remember him? If you don't, you haven't been watching the Raiders. Kerry Collins for two seasons. Boy, that was exciting. Andrew Walter, that was a one-year wonder. Josh McCown, yeah, that was a great one. Jamarcus Russell times two years, we all remember that. Jason Campbell was a pretty good quarterback until he got injured for the rest of the season and out on an injury. Carson Palmer times two years, who really never wanted to be here. Took the paycheck, but when he left, he went back to Arizona and had a near Super Bowl uh, winning season. And then we had Terrell Pryor, which I don't know. I don't know what about the Raider Nation one thought that Terrell Pryor was going to be an NFL franchise quarterback. And then we got Derek Carr in the second round. What a pickup this guy was. From the very beginning, he showed excitement, pizzazz, control, and wisdom at a young age. He was a Raider, man. Derek Park Carr is a Raider, always will be a Raider. One of us for sure, without a doubt. Now listen to the coaches we've had. Norv Turner, Archell, Lane Kiffin. Tom Cable, the cable guy, Hugh Jack City, Hugh Jackson, Dennis Allen. Boy, that was a real good guy, huh? Tony Sperano, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden, and now the 6-11, and 11, which will surely be the season, Josh McDougals. This coaching staff is horrible. Our defense is sucks. Derek Carr hasn't had a decent defense since he's been here. I don't think a defense rated better than 25th since he started. How do you win a football game without a defense? You don't. You put up 30 points, the other team puts up 32 points. You put up 18 points, the other team puts up 25 points. Whatever it works doesn't work well for any team. And the other thing, too, with this Josh McDougals, I cannot stand to even say his name. I can't stand to look at his mealy mouth face. Would you buy a car from this guy? <laughs> I wouldn't buy nothing from this weak individual, not a leader of men. Carr holds all the Raider records as a QB, all of them. 91 straight games. That is a durable guy who goes out there even if he's hurt. He's in top five in passing completions. If he had a decent defense sometime along his career, he would have gone to more playoffs games. And listen, losing his head coach, losing his best receiver, playing with a special teams coach, takes our team last season to the playoffs and almost, and I mean barely, lost to the Bengals, who incidentally went to the Super Bowl. And he's the problem? 
because this year with a better roster, better organization, better defensive players, better offensive players, we stink. Now, Patrick, I need a Graham has not faced the music one time. And let me just tell you, podcasters like uh, Samoan Raider and uh, who's this other cat? This Sanjay guy, what a bunch of homers. They want to get into the organization, so maybe they can get a press pass and maybe they can get in. So let's just let's just latch on to Josh McDaniel's sack and maybe we'll get in. And also the NFL Network and, and the guys that are inside that don't know anything about our team that haven't spent a minute watching our team in real time, just listening to the compilations of BS that come out of the press room of the Raiders, that come out of the ass crack of Josh McDaniels, well, we don't want to upset him. Uh, I think we've seen the last of Derek Carr in Oakland or in Oakland, Vegas. In the Vegas Raiders. Oakland, Oakland. Yeah, in Oakland too as well. <laughs> Look, man, he he did not get it done. And we talked about this yesterday with spots for Tom Brady that, to be welcomed. That is one of the positions. But to go to Jared Stidham, that says a lot. When I look at this situation, I'm, I'm not really shocked because he hasn't been performing. He hasn't lived up to the bill. You have all this talent around you. You, you made the playoffs last year. You squeaked in. And to have this pressure on you, new coach, you bring in your guy, Devontae Adams. He's playing great, but you haven't done anything but be better than Russell Wilson in that division? Yeah. Like, that's, and, that's a problem. Yeah. But you know what part of my reaction to this was? The AFC West better be very careful, or else they're going to get on that same damn treadmill the AFC East did. Since Mahomes started, the AFC West has had six head coaches fired. And Derek Carr is going to be, Stidham is going to be the 11th different starting quarterback for those three other teams. They are all, and Derek Carr is not terrible. And uh, has 14 picks. He's fine. He is, to me, the definition of an average good quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, good is maybe a bit Someone strong. Someone has to be in the but middle. Yeah, exactly right. That's my point is, I think if, you were, if we're ranking the starting quarterbacks, he is at best 12th and at worst 18th and probably right in the middle. And I think the Raiders looked around and said, doggone it, that's not going to be good enough. And so now they... So what's the plan? You're going to find somebody better than Patrick Mahomes? Well, maybe you draft somebody. Maybe Greg's right about Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels. That solves your problems for one year if you get Tom Brady. And if you don't get Tom Brady, who do you get? But again, it gives you some time. Like, they have a roster where they can compete now. But you, you made up a good point. When we look at Derek Carr, like any fan who's probably been a Raider fan has seen this out of Derek Carr, but if you don't watch the Raiders, you don't see how cautious he plays. Like Devontae Adams, friend or no friend. I mean, like you, we saw the frustration for him to go games where the first half he didn't even get targeted. But there are some people who are calling it out as it is. But that, like, that's you, not Derek Carr's fault. That's Josh McDaniels' fault. Draw something up for Derek. No, don't give me that. Don't give me that. Because you snap that you snap the ball, you drop back, you go through progressions. If I look to my left and I see a matchup situation that I like, and it's Devontae Adams, 
It's Devontae Adams. You, I don't care what so the play is. is it's you his give best him an friend from Fresno State and his gosh darn neighbor. Because I, I tell <laughs> kids this all the time. Don't become a robot. Derek Carr is a robot playing quarterback. Nothing we see out of Derek Carr is freelance, off script, nothing. It's all one, two, three. Okay, I got that guy. I don't have that guy. I'm either going to try to run. Which is why leading the league in picks is like so you, unforgivable for him. Man, you Because you're not getting that. any of the improvisational wow stuff. And now all of a sudden he's super cautious yet still has the most picks in the league. It's all bad. Right. Listen, Bill Belichick tree is a dead tree. His coaches haven't done squat in the league. Nothing. You know why? Because Bill Belichick is a control freak. He controlled the entire team, offense, defense, special teams. He controlled it all. Josh McDaniels was a holder of a clipboard. He took all the heat. And here's the next really great thing is Tom Brady is coming to the Raiders. Wow, man. We get a 47-year-old beat-up fossil that's going to come here and take money. Sound familiar? Randy Moss, Warren Sapp. It's our next Warren Sapp. Next Randy Moss coming into town, folks. You've seen it before. Any Raider fan that's been around for a while understands how this works. Mark Davis is a tool. McDaniels failed as a Ram offensive coordinator and was fired. And they slithered back to New England, which he will do again. Maybe if he leaves the Raiders. Because no other team in the league is going to have this loser. The most losing coach in the history of the league. Who's going to pay him besides an idiot like Davis? I... I can go on and on, but I I just won't. I am just so disappointed in the buffoonery of this organization that it's just disgusting. And as a fan that wants to see a decent game, that wants to see a decent coaching staff, that wants to see an effort to put into winning the game, not throwing money away on names and players, because let me tell you, we're going to get Tom Brady. We're going to get Tom Brady. Yeah, that makes me sick to my stomach to even say it. And if you're a Raider fan to the core, you should be sick too. Because the most disgusting thing I could ever imagine. And if you'd have told me that after the tuck rule, I would have said, no way. But after we hired McIdiot, then there we go. He will take our franchise down just like he took the Broncos down to the basement. Devontae Adams, not happy with this move. His quote is clear. I came here for Derek Carr, my friend, the guy who gave me records in college, who got me into the NFL, drafted high enough, who made my living. Between him and I, we had a great thing going. Do you think there's a domino to fall with Devontae? Because I thought... The only reason he was going there, the only reason he left Aaron Rodgers was to team up with this Fresno State magic. And they, I know we joked around, but like they did our neighbors, they're close friends. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to jettison Derek Carr. Does Devontae Adams have any, I don't know, any leverage? He could demand out. Yeah, I don't think he's going to demand out. I mean, he's making good money. He's in a really good situation minus the quarterback. Well, but if eh, kind of. But if you like I said, if you if you bring Devontae in the in the uh, upstairs and say, 
hey, Devontae, look, this is what we're thinking about trying to do. We're going to try to go get Tom Brady. I know, I know this season. I know your relationship. It doesn't work. Look, hey, but you, you, you think he would be like, nope, I want out. If they're going to try to win right now with Tom Brady, see what they do, then I think Devontae would be fine. I also think Devontae and Derek Carr, I know, are close friends. Also, being young and rich in Vegas is fun. And he's, he's still getting his numbers, and he's got his money, and Vegas is not Green Bay. Like, I, I'm not certain Devontae Adams is devastated that, about the fact that Derek Carr's moving on. We'll find out. He'll say something. We'll find out from somebody about what's going on, but I think he'll be a Raider next year. Devontae Adams, not happy with this move. Josh Jacobs, not happy. And if you listen to these guys in the press conference, they had their little sheet of you know, points to say, because it sounded the same. Oh, you know, we want to see Jarrett Stidham. You know, he he hasn't had a chance. We're going to give him. He slings the ball around. What a line of horse crap. Just like the line of horse crap we all got at the beginning of the season when Mark Davis hired this moron. Flashback. 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 The 7th of September. 2022 our expectations for the season before the season opener first of all let me just say from the beginning when the new regime came in i was a little skeptical about how they would perform with getting these young men prepared for this season well now that i've seen what i've seen and heard what i've heard I believe we have a juggernaut in our midst. Let me just say, I have been seeing this team go through some crazy seasons for many, many years. I mean, over a decade for sure. And the way the staff has handled everything from press conferences to um, the staff to the team And the locker room vibe, let me just say that. This staff and this coaching staff, along with the management, um, has got this team ready to play for the first time in over a decade. The team seems like it's gelled already before the first game. There were always questions about this team. Were they going to get it together How are they going to work? How are they going to play? First of all, won four preseason games for the first time in league history. That's our history. Um, That says a lot. It says a lot to me about just the attitude of the coaches. There's no buffoonery. There's no missed opportunities. Uh, Carmen Basillo has got his hands full with his offensive line, yet... He's making the best of it because our team in the line is doing a great job. They've changed the scheme. The power running game is really working well for us, and we'll see more of that through the regular season. But man, oh man, I think the offense, which is actually run by Josh McDaniels, really, is going to be nuts. And I don't mean that any particular way, but... Crazy is a better word. Now, I was really skeptical about the defense, but but what we see and what we have seen through these four games is a 
evolution of the defense. The first game was okay. Couldn't really figure it out. The second game, it really started to gel right away. The third preseason game, I was astonished at the players' ability to be in the right place at the right time. And this last game against the Rats, well, forget it. This defense is ready to play, and these aren't even our first-string guys. I think once the talent gets on the field, Patrick Graham is going to be the genius of this team because we didn't know what the defense was going to be like. We knew the offense was going to be pretty good, but I truly believe the defense, the defense is going to be awesome. Now, Frank Oakham, which is the defensive line coach, has done a great job. Let me just say that. Now, I don't know about the senior assistants, Rob the Slob Ryan, not my favorite coach. Maybe he's there for the jokes. I have no idea. Our special teams will be great this year. We have great talent. Um, Our kicking game hasn't changed. It's tremendous. Uh, Cole is uh, an outstanding kicker. Daniel Carlson is the bomb. I don't know where we got this kid, but he's got Super Bowl written all over it for sure. I think our special teams are going to be very special because of the depth we have. We have such great depth on this team. It's going to be brutal to cut to the 53. But so far, just with the staff and the vibe in the locker room, I mean, I'm not alone in this. I'll tell you, as a Raider fan, I know you're excited. I'm super pumped. I know we're going to have a great season, better than anyone else is saying. And I I usually say that. Um, but I am positive of it, especially from what the Hammerheads were saying initially, like Colin Cowter. He uh, was down on the Raiders. They'll be fourth in the division when the first we first came out this year um, with all the new changes. I'm going to tell you the Broncos will be the last in the division. That's for sure. I've been around long enough to see enough of this buffoonery. And, you know, if I were younger, maybe I'd keep doing this show. But I've, I've had enough of this clown show. I will always be a Raider fan, but I will never be a Mark Davis fan. And absolutely never be a Josh McDaniel fan. I don't have to be because he will not be here. He's not going to be here long. He'll be gone by next year. We'll lose Derek Carr and next year we'll get another head coach. We'll draft Tim Tebow and another head coach will have to come in and try to coach this kid up. All you people who are so happy that Derek Carr is gone, you all deserve everything that you get and I will love to see that because that's what I'll be watching from now on until we get a true leader like Sean Payton somebody who knows football who understands the concept of player personnel how to deal with professional football players Josh McDaniels is never going to be a leader of men he can't leave his lead his way out of a paper sack 
He's a horrible coach. He will always be a horrible coach because that's who he is. He is not a head coach, and he really isn't an offensive coordinator either. And if you listen to, oh, he's such a great offensive coordinator, don't believe it. It was all Bill Belichick because his true OC time was in L.A. with the Rams, and he had to leave. That tells you everything about how vaunted his his offensive prowess. What a load of baloney. So that's what I'm going to say about this. I mean, Derek Carr, class act, stood up there game after game, this season especially, and took hits. And to have this idiot blame him for the losses this year just makes me sick to my stomach. Ugh, what a clown. You all know who's to blame. And if you blame Derek Carr, then you are not as smart as I thought you are. Because the guys that are saying, oh, Carr overthrew, Carr did this, Carr did that, Carr was doing what the coach wanted. Carr was doing the plays that the coach set up for him to play. The whole team was. And if you look at any of the interviews throughout the losing seasons, you can see tidbits of players that are saying, man, this this game, this game plan stinks because he stinks as a coach. And the game plan really is everything. And then the defense. That's just for a just tippy-toe around the horrible defense, the defensive calls that Patrick Ineda-Graham plays. He is a terrible coach, along with his staff. You know what? I call this whole staff a staff infection because it's killing the patient. It's killing the Raiders. It's killing the players. I don't know if Devontae Adams will be here next year. I know he's got a contract for two years. He'll have to stay. He won't be happy. He'll get his money. He'll catch balls from whoever, um, and he'll do his best to get them. But he's not playing with his heart like he was this year. And he certainly will not put the extra effort in like he has for his quarterback, Derek Carr. I can guarantee you that. And neither will anybody else on the team. Now, Darren Waller is a sellout. I can tell you that. That's my true um, – that, that's my true – view of him and we'll see how he does because um i think that will be revealed as well him and his music videos please concentrate on your profession not on your next profession hey if you're gonna get a next profession do that next not during what you should be doing is studying film and trying to get better as a player you're not the best at it Although people think so, I do not think so. I think we've seen the best of Darren Waller, quite honestly. I feel bad for the Raider fan because I feel bad that we're stuck with this again. Like I went through the list of coaches that have failed the Raiders and the teams and most of all the fans. And now we're being led by the Mark Davis, I really don't know what I'm doing. I can admit that I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm going to hire someone else that doesn't know what they're doing to do what they do. Mark Davis. And 
I just can't wait. You know, it's not his team. It belongs to his mother, and his mother is still alive. It's just amazing. But when Mrs. Davis leaves, he's going to be stuck with a incredibly expensive and not able to pay it uh, inheritance tax for sure. It's a federal tax. It's not a state tax. And he will have to sell a bigger part of the team in order to keep it or partner with someone who has enough money to pay that bill and pay it for him. I don't know how that's going to work. But I don't wish any ill will on Mrs. Davis. But that's coming. It's coming. And Mark in his booth with his 18-year-old girlfriend is going to find it very difficult to come up with uh, probably $400 million um, of inheritance tax. I hope that's the time he has to move on. I hope that's the time that another... You know, someone, Jeff Bezos, someone with money and and good business sense will come in and wipe the slate clean and really build an organization with people who are strong in the position that they're in and and build a roster and a team that the Raider fan can be proud of because, man, we deserve it. It's been a long, long drought, and it's a drought— that's been brought on by poor ownership. Um, yeah, Mark is no owner. He needs to leave for sure. Uh, McDaniels will be gone next year. Uh, mark my words. And if he's not gone next year, it'll be a very sad season for the Raiders. I don't care if we have Tom Brady or not. Tom Brady's going to be 47 years old, everybody. Now, if you're anywhere near 47, you tell me that you can go out there and get beat up in a football game. I'll laugh all day. Not going to happen. Tom Brady is not. He's a shell of his former self. He depends on a super strong defense, which Belichick always had. And he's not playing for Bill Belichick. He's playing for Josh Mealy-Mouth. McNuggets. I don't think it's going to work out. Hope it does for the fans, but I don't see any fan out here as a Raider that's going to embrace Tom Brady. None. So I'm done with my rant. I'm done. I just say thank you, Derek Carr, for all the class that you have shown through your career here. The games, the exciting games, the comeback games, the games that kept everybody on the edge of their seat. Exciting wins. Two seasons that he went to the playoffs. One, he got hurt. What a shame that was under Jack Del Rio. And last year, without a head coach, without Josh McDaniel's buffoonery, we almost go to the Super Bowl. And this year we're worse. That tells you everything about whose fault this is. And I'm done with this rant because I'm done with the organization. I'm done with the coaching staff. I'm certainly done with the ownership. And I will be done with my podcast as of next week. It'll be my last show after 18 years. 18 years. And they finally stuck a fork in me because (laughs) I'm done. It's hard for me to watch this for the fans. I love the Raider Nation. That's nothing better 
than a Raider fan tailgate. Nothing better than the Raider Nation who understands the team. At least I think so. The younger generation, I can't speak for because I'm an old guy. And, you know, I just don't know what these young guys see. I mean, because I hear them talking and I just see, gosh, man, do you know this team? Have you seen these games? Do you know our history? Because I just want to encourage you, if you're a young Raider fan at all and you hear this podcast, please do some research on your team. Don't, you know, don't look back at the last 10 years because that's just a fraction of what we have been. You got to look back way further to know who we really are at the core and the great victories and the great history of this team. That's where we should be, and we're far from it. And so I'm going to go to the bone line now because I'm done with this rant. I hope you got a couple of, uh, you know, a couple other opinions here from, you know, First Take and a couple other um, shows because Randy should put them in here. I know you love history. And so when I think about Josh McDaniel's tenure as a head coach, where am I seeing any evidence that this man is a good head coach? Oh, I totally what agree. I ha- what agree. I have seen, though, because, again, we're going to go back in time and look at history, what I have seen just last year, Derek Carr, when you look at where the Raiders were, John Gruden gets fired. Henry Ruggs literally kills a person and a dog in a, in a, in a car crash. Arnett, he's got his situation. He's released because of brandishing weapons and, and on video and threatening somebody. And who they've got an interim head coach in Basaccia. And who is the guy at the center of all that? Who is the glue that keeps that team together? It's Derek Carr, right? Mm-hmm. So we have seen moments where Derek Carr has proven himself to be a leader. I also am out at games. I was there in Arrowhead two years ago when Derek Carr, the, the, the Raiders had never gone to Arrowhead and beaten Patrick Mahomes. And guess what? After nine, tri- after nine tries, they were, ended up beating Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead. Like, to act like there haven't been moments. Like, they made the playoffs, like Courtney was saying, they made the playoffs last year. Like, Under this, insane circumstances, like, like Kimberly just said. Yeah, they, they haven't the, been eliminated fa- just yet. Though. Right. And, and this is what I mean about... Like, Derek Carr, we're going to – I don't understand what the Raiders' plan is. I hope they've let Devontae Adams know because when I watch that man in that interview, he is not happy. No. Y'all got me to come here to play with my boy, and now you're telling my boy he's out of here when we're not eliminated. We still have two games to go, mm-hmm. and this is all a, a, a financial situation. You want to move on, but you as the head coach have not proved that you actually know what to do with me, him, him, or him. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. It's a big week for scapegoats. Yeah. Look at what happened with Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Yeah. Scapegoat for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yep. Derek Carr, scapegoat for Josh McDaniels. And if the season ends today, they yeah. have the ninth draft pick. Three quarterbacks probably going to be gone in the top six. Oh, so Tom they're going to have to trade up to go get somebody or they go get Tom Brady. And, of course, that's going to make everything look all smoothed, yeah. o- smoothed over with you know him coming in, getting reunited with Josh McDaniels. But if they were to draft a quarterback, that's what you can really judge mm-hmm. and see if Josh McDaniels if can actually do this whole coaching thing. Do you think Derek Carr has played his last game ever as a Raider? Hey, man, hey, where's Derek Carr? He was a starter for 15 games. Where is he now? Oh, he <laughs> stepped away. What's wrong? Oh, he got benched. That's the distraction. The moment that, that Josh McDaniels did this, this was a distraction. 
Skip, and, and, and his last two head coaches, they were never in love with Derek Carr. They liked him. They appreciated what he could do, but they never they never wrapped their arms around him and fully embraced him. I think they tried and they, tried and failed. But Skip, yep. I mean, we can we can trash Derek Carr, but let me tell you, since he's been in the NFL, he's had the 32nd ranked defense since he's been in the NFL. And here's where they are this year: 31st in takeaways, 30th in sacks, 30th in penalties, 27th in pass defense, 27th in red zone defense, yep. 25th in total defense, tied for 23rd in points allowed, 22nd on third down. But that's Derek Carr. This is what I know also, Skip. Last year with a less talented roster, guess what Derek Carr had this team mm. in the playoffs? He did. Guess where he's this team now with a less with a more talented roster? Not in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now we know this also about Josh McDaniels. Do you see you want to know what his head coaching record is? Go back and check at Denver. You I know who he's a tremendous offensive coordinator. He is. When he has Bel- Belichick and he has that other guy that happened to be in Tampa. Yep. So now tell me what when he was the offensive coordinator for the Rams, how he looked. How he looking right now. Mm-hmm. So you keep talking about product of the system and you talk about Tom Brady made. Boy, Tom Brady made him. Yep. And it seems to be without Tom Brady, he's absolutely nothing. I'm not skipping. I'm not going to excuse Derek Carplay because he's been some ooh. Really smelly at points in time this year. Okay, he is leading the league in interceptions. Go he, ahead. Well, hell, hell, I wish his team could lead the league in the interceptions. I wish it. Skip, you got Max Crosby. You got uh, Chandler Jones. And you're 30th in sacks? How? Hmm. Skip, Derek Carr, look, I mean, you, you, they moved to Vegas. They got John Gruden. And then he has to deal with Antonio Brown shenanigans. You got Hard Knocks and Henry Ruggs, DUI, manslaughter. You got uh, uh, John Gruden getting fired. Uh, uh, You got the first round pick with a gun video. Defense terrible. Uh, Defense been bad. Waller and Winfro missing games. Missing games. And and Devontae like, man, we got to do better than this. I could have stayed in Green Bay. He could have. And he's probably wishing he had a state degree, but probably not. Probably not. I mean, I don't think he doesn't strike me as a guy that has a whole lot of regret. He's closer to his family, and I know his family means a lot to him. But, Skip, I'm not going to look. I don't want to excuse Derek Carr because Derek Carr and that Skip, I, I, and I try to wrap my arms around him, but he just there's just something that every single time that I want to get close to him, something pushes me away. I agree with that. And I think that's what pushed John Gruden. John Gruden never, you know, John Gruden loved everybody that he doesn't have to coach. I, that guy gotcha. If I had, if I was coaching right now, I'd love to have that guy. And as soon as he gets that guy, I don't want guy. That guy can't gotcha. <laughs> and Josh McDaniel, like I said, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Give me, hey, you count by Coach Belichick. Nobody, whatever he's making, he needs to send half of that paycheck to Tom Brady. For the rest of the time, Tom Brady shouldn't have to work. He should be able to uh, be probably making like $8 million. For that million, you need to go to Tom Brady. Yep. I am with your takeaway on this. I have tried and tried and tried to wrap my arm around Derek Carr. Seems like a good guy. Yes. He's been durable, maybe to a fault, because all he does is start games. He started 91 straight games for them. Brady started 108, but he's second in the NFL right. in, in length of right. consecutive starts. Man, get him, ask up. Don't you know what Jared Stidham is? Did you see Stiddy in New England? I you did. had Stiddy in New England. They did. Josh had a hand in drafting him in, yes. the, what was he, a fourth-round pick? Yeah, out of Auburn. Out of Auburn. I watched him a lot at Auburn. He... He flashed occasionally. He's got athletic. I watch him at Baylor. He, he's a big, strong kid with, with a nice arm, so they want to see, well, what do we got? 
well, you don't got Derek Carr because I think you just burned the bridge. Oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It feels yeah. over yeah, to me. Yeah. Now, The Athletic reported that this was not Josh McDaniel's decision. This went to the top. This went to Mark Davis. Yeah. He was the one who's just seen enough of Derek no, Carr. No, Skip. His, his, his money, $40 million, is guaranteed if he get hurt. Well, that's another. You don't have to get hurt. No, but I'm saying <laughs> yeah. he, he's ready to move yeah. ahead, move, yeah. move yeah. a different direction. Because he got no money after this year. Okay. You can get out. It, it would cost you about almost $6 million. Oh, so $6 it, million. It, it, it's not too bad no. to get out from under him after this year. So what's happened over the expanse of time? What is it? It's been um, the Raiders had two winning seasons and two playoff appearances in Carr's nine years. Mm -hmm. That's what it boils down to. Even though he's had runs, he's made three Pro Bowls. Yeah. He's been pretty good. Yeah. But he'll get you here, but he can't get you up there. Correct. And, Correct. And I think Mark Davis finally said, you know what? I've just seen enough. Next question, Mark. You're going to replace him with what? Tom hmm. Brady. Okay. Is it going to be Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Okay. Well, maybe. Because it's hard to go find a young quarterback who's going to immediately be better than Derek Carr. It's hard to go groom somebody and know for a fact they can be better than Derek Carr, who's always been pretty good. He's been pretty good. i ask you this. Yep. Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro versus Mike Evans, Julio, Godwin, or Otten. Who you want? Well, obviously. I mean, listen, when they went and got Devontae, if you remember before the year started, I said, this is a playoff team. Yeah. And by the way, you want to talk about underachieving? They became the first team in NFL history to blow four double-digit halftime leads. Never happened before, yeah. but they pulled it off yeah. this year. Mm -hmm. So you saw flashes of, yeah. of, oh, there they are. There's the Raiders because of what you just said. I mean, Devontae, we thought coming into this year, was the best. Yeah. Number one. It he played in college with this quarterback. Yes. And by all accounts, I'm not there, so I don't know this for a fact, but friends. I think they're very good, they're good friends. friends. And I think it's legit yeah. that yeah. they're good friends. And the way I he agree. spoke yeah. yesterday, yeah. he spoke like he was speaking of yeah. a dear He's friend. He's the reason I'm here. Yeah. Hold on, what you say? You Go back to that state. You say they're the first team to give up four double-digit halftime leads. Mm -hmm. So the, who that follow? NFL history. Who that, so, so when you got the 32nd-ranked defense, that's what will happen. Okay, all right. You, you can blame a lot of people. You can blame the head coach. And I'm with you on Josh McDaniels. I really like him as a play caller and a coordinator, but that's who he is, yeah. and that's what he is. And, by the way, he was a lot better play caller when he had that guy down in Tampa. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm not sure about well, it. It's amazing, Skip, when you don't know, oh, that hand signal. Hey, they've been checking this defense without the cameras available. Uh-huh. All I know is, yep. Skip, he tried it. What, he, what they were guilty of in New England, he went to Denver and pulled the same shenanigans. He did. And then he tried it. He goes to Denver, Skip, and he had a system, and it didn't work. He goes back and he goes he goes to uh, uh, New England and they win Super Bowls again because of that guy, that six foot five guy, Tom Brady that can't run but he can throw the football and he's the best. He goes to Oakland right now and they just came out of the playoffs. They did and had Cincinnati. They were throwing in the end zone with they a chance were. to win the game at Cincinnati. I hear you with Rick Basaccia as the no it's, uh, yeah Basaccia Basaccia yeah. what's his first name uh, Rich 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 Rich, Rick. Rich. Yeah, Rich. but but. But it's like, why didn't you keep it? They seem to rally around Basaccia, who was this longtime special team. Yeah, but you know how Al loved and Mark might be a chip off his dad's old block. He's yeah. going to go get with the big name. Mm -hmm. He go. He went and got he, John. He will. He went and go get John yeah. Root. Yeah. Al loves name. He loves trophies. Guys that got Heisman, if you got a Heisman trophy, oh, the Raiders go. You might be a 72. I agree. If you got a Heisman, Al will get you. 
He loves Heisman Trophy. He loves guys. He loves names. He loves shiny big things. Yep. And same thing. Big. Oh, that's Josh McDaniel. We got to get Josh McDaniel. You see what he's doing in New England? Yeah. But how about the coaches? Can we keep talking about the players that leave New England? How about the coaches that leave New England? How they do? There been a lot of them. They coach Tom Brady, and when Tom Brady ain't their quarterback, and that's what you need to understand. When y'all go get somebody from New England, the coaching staff, Tom Brady ain't coming with them. No. And by the way, my theory on that is Belichick does not delegate. He's iron fist. Yes. He's going to control everything. everything. But if you got 12 as your quarterback and you're buffering the locker yeah. room as your leader of the locker room, you're probably going to win a lot of games. Of course. And you're going to win some Super Bowls, and they won six of them. But if you're going to try to take chips off the block, there's no block. Because it, it, he runs everything. He runs everything. They, they don't even they, – they, they're mirages. Yeah. They're, they're fabrications. Yes. Right? They're, yes. they're fraudulent yes. because you can't trust anything and that even, they and, and even Brady got to Brady said, man, later for this. Yeah. I'm tired of this. Yeah. 20 years of this brow beating me and telling me what I ain't doing and, and trying to minimize my importance to this organization. This, man, later for y'all. I agree. Dangerous to take a shot with any of these assistant coaches because which one of them has ever worked where? I and that's what I, I, I was going when I was on the old show at CBS. I said, y'all do know Tom Brady's not coming with him now. They're not a package deal. <laughs> I know sometimes give you, hey, I come to your school, you got to take my home, boy. Or I come here, you know, hey, I need, hey, get yep. a job. Hey, I need, you know, such yep. and such. You getting that guy. 12 was not coming. No. Nope. And sure enough, right on cue. Whoop. Yeah. This is a dismal situation because I think you're stuck with a head coach who doesn't belong being a head coach. Yes. And, and now you're going to start over at quarterback you unless yeah. you go get Brady and say, let's try it. But what's Brady got? I, I'm not sure what he's got left. Right. I don't know. A year maybe, two right. years maybe. And, Skip, yeah. I don't know if they're playing. Maybe they're trying to because I think John Gruden is suing for the remainder mm -hmm. of his money. Yeah. Okay, let's just say for the sake of argument you lose that. So that's $60 million. You just hired him. You probably gave him Five, six years, about eight, seven, eight million. That's another 40 million. NFL just sent that memo. Y'all need to stop firing these people for, and, and still having to pay them. That's costing 800 million in the last five years of coaches, general managers, and, 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 and player personnel yep. that's not on your roster and you still having to pay them. This is a bad situation. I mean, Carr brought a lot of this on himself, like you said, Skip. I've seen games he throws for 400, and then I see games that he like, has this dude ever played quarterback? That's who he is. And, it's, and you know what, Skip? It's okay. We have these expectations that we expect every young quarterback to be Mahomes or be Joe Burrow or be Josh Allen. Yep. Oh, you no, that's not the case. It's always been like that. Everybody wasn't Montana, Marino, and Elway, Skip. Mm -hmm. They weren't. There's always going to be a tier of guys here, a tier of guys here, and yep. a tier of guys here. Everybody, I don't care what you put around him. Every guy that's right here, if you put everything around him, ain't going to get to here. Yeah. Derek Carr, to me, was always like the top quarterback in the third tier. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. Where, where he's not even in the second tier, but boy, he's really good he's as really a third good. tier. And, and he's going to win some games. Yes. And every once in a while, twice in nine years, he'll get you in the playoffs. Right. You won't go anywhere. No. But, but he'll get no, you in the playoffs. he'll get you there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what the trade market looks like for yeah. Derek Carr, guys. Trade. The rumor mill is already buzzing. People with football guys like that who really know this team, and they know what's happening. This is a finger pointing at Derek Carr, blaming him for the lack, total lack of coaching prowess 
the Josh Mealy Mouth McDaniels is. He stinks, and he will always stink. And that is all I have to say about that. Raider Greg. My name is My name is My name is Raider Greg. We've lost miserably. We've lost pitifully. Uh, we've just lost. This hammerhead coach has lost the team. The we've got to do a better job is incredibly lame and tired and you know it just as much as I know it McDougal's is not the guy I love it now we're going to go into the bone line in these last two games I don't really don't care we're not going to do anything we're going to lose to the Niners we're going to lose to the the uh, the Chiefs, two losses, you can count on it. Stidham is no quarterback, and we have no coach. So we're going to lose the next two games, so I really have nothing else to say about those because we're not doing anything because we have no nothing. We have nothing there to uh, talk about. So I'm not going to talk about those. But I will say that um, the bone line – you know, you guys are on the bone line. I think we have 16 calls. That's a lot of calls. We're going to try to get those in this show. And if you're going to call in, call in next week because I'm all, all I'm going to do is a bone line. That's it. I'm not going to do anything about anything else because there's really nothing else to talk about other than goodbye, other than it's been great, other than we've had such a wonderful run. Um, certainly Super happy, super proud of the Raider Nation. Super proud to represent my little corner of the world um, and showing you that you can vent like me here on our show. Um, Wi-Fi Willie is a podcast uh, that I think is worthy. I think he's pretty real. I think he's got some good opinions. And I think that's someone you should watch if you don't hear my show I think he's he's pretty funny. He's got it together. And uh, I don't know if he's going to ever do a bone line. I think he will. We'll see. He's got a lot of followers. But uh, let's get to the bone line. Bad to the bone. Bad to the bone. One eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. One eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. Let's see who's on the bone line. And our first caller is Raider Nate from deep up in the valley. What is up, my Raider brother? What's up? This is Raider Nate from Deep Up in the Valley, Fresno. Just calling to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And um, we got a big game on the uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, 
50-year immaculate deception game. So hopefully we could get that win. Um, almost blew another lead last uh, week against the Patriots, but um, they somehow did some crazy boneheaded play to give us the win, but uh, we'll take it. It's crazy how we uh, almost blew another lead. But um, I just want to wish the Red Nation Merry Christmas. I don't know if we're going to make the uh, this week's podcast, but um, Raider uh, Greg, Raider Randy, all the podcast listeners and Boneline, Merry Christmas. And uh, hopefully Raiders can get this win for the Immaculate Deception. And uh, go Raiders, just win, baby. Well, thank you, Raider Nate. Um, Merry Christmas to you and yours. I'm glad you got a chance to get in here, bro, because uh, we didn't win the Steeler game. We should have. We were ahead most of the game, which is the rest of our season. Uh, Our coaching stinks. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Raider Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. What do you got for us, my good bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Merry Early Christmas to you guys and the entire Raider Nation. Raider Jesse James, Dallas. Hey, I'm just calling in real quick, man. I don't know what to make of these Raiders. I have no idea, Raider Greg. You know, we were on the street. We listened to the Rams in a very uh, uh, discouraging way, embarrassing way. Then we go against the Patriot Rats, and we go back to, like, week two or three where we blow a double-digit lead again. So I'm like, wait, huh? What's going on? Like, uh, we won on that amazing, awesome play of the year, probably, uh, played by Chandler Jones. But uh, I don't know, Raider Greg. What, I don't know what to make of this. Uh, you know, you're here, you're there. Like, Devontae Adams, like, wasn't even a part of the last game. Like, what? You know, and I get it. It's Bill Belichick. Maybe he took him out. You're going against one of the best defensive-minded coaches. Okay, but... Like, what? I mean, don't get me wrong, man. We won, okay? I still think we can beat the Steelers. But regardless, at the end of the day, like, this team is so up and down that I was hoping that after we went on that winning streak, we finally kind of opened the door. And but I don't know where I'm I don't know where I'm at. I'm so confused, man. Raider Greg, Raider Greg, I'm out. Raider Jesse James out of Dallas. Well, brother, let me say this. We lost. We lost because we didn't try because McDaniels wants another quarterback. So he's trying to put us in a position to get a new quarterback. That's been this whole season, bro. All of us who don't understand why we're losing these games, double digits wins, don't understand the mentality of the moron running the show here. They're trying to get a draft pick to pick a new quarterback this next season so that they can move up in the draft to get another guy. And, you know, good luck. I don't care who they pick. Our coach sucks. So whoever it may be is not going to get an opportunity to do anything because the coaching staff is just way below standards. Appreciate the call, brother. And our next caller, my very good brother, who takes it on the chin, man. He's a true Raider fan. 
Raider Steve in Vegas, the pulse of the Raider Nation there in Las Vegas. What's happening, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. I uh, haven't called in for a while. I've been laying dormant. You know, of course, I'm watching every game still uh, through the wins and the losses. Thankfully, more wins than losses lately. Uh, I have a little bit more faith in McDaniel now, even though he can't seem to handle the second half of the game. Hopefully he figures it out and he's growing into the role. Um, the team's looking better. We definitely need another draft. Please don't get rid of Carr. You know, we're playing the Steelers tomorrow, and we should beat them, but I don't have any faith in it. You know, I think it's a coin toss game. I hope we blow them out, but we haven't really blown out anybody all year, except I guess maybe the Broncos, but that's not saying anything. It just, man, I'm happy the team is winning, but I'm still, I haven't been going to any games in person because I just, I feel like we're just walking a tightrope every game. And it's too stressful to watch, man. So I hope we went out. I hope we somehow make the playoffs, uh, you know, and I hope McDaniels keeps figuring shit out. I think that next year might be uh, our year. You know, we got to have um, a good draft and get some free agents. But if we get rid of Carr, man, I just think that that's a really stupid move and going to set us back a long time. Because whoever we get in here is going to have to relearn the system. It's going to be this year all over again. And if we did that, why did we re-sign all these guys? It doesn't make any sense. Why did we bring Devontae here? Anyway, that's my two cents. I hope we kick the Steelers' ass tomorrow. I don't give a shit about Franco Harris, so he can get fucked. And uh, pardon my French. Go uh, Raiders. Love your take, bro. But Carr's gone, and <clears throat> we lost that game in great buffoonery fashion. Uh, McDaniels passing the ball in a minus eight degrees with wind chill and wind blowing, not running the football. Josh ja- Josh Jacobs was furious uh, with the play calling because he knows football, unlike our coach. Was it just the game flow that kind of made the, the game go away from Josh Jacobs and not give him? No, it wasn't. Um, you know, I, I, give them credit um you know they were kind of uh in a nutshell you know we would put one group out there and then they would put a group out there with one more big guy than what we had you know and and i don't want to get into the specifics of it but there were times we're out there with three defensive backs and four you know four four front you know against our personnel grouping and it made it very difficult to just keep slamming runs in there because you're gonna you were either gonna ask mac hollins to block a linebacker or you know, which is just not, you know, good football in that regard. So uh, part of their plan, like I said, they, they did a decent job of trying to discourage that as much as they could. Um, you know, we've, we felt like we made some adjustments that helped us as the game went on. But, um, you know, we didn't have the ball much in the second half, you know, and that was that's our fault. You know what I mean? We, we kind of, you know, created a, a negative play and then it was third and long and then, you know, penalty and then, you know, we had a third and 25. So, I mean – those situations are, you know, our responsibility. And so, you know, when you can't play the game first and ten, second and five, third and two, first and ten, second and four, third and, you know, it's hard to, you know, to find any rhythm, quite honestly. And I would say in the second half, we didn't do a very good job offensively of establishing any rhythm. 
Um, you know, we were behind the sticks too much. We didn't make enough positive plays. We hurt ourselves with negative plays and penalties. And, um, and for that reason, you know, he didn't get the touches that we certainly want to give him. So, um, you know, I love the guy. You know, he should have the ball more than any other player on our team, um, and he has. And so um, I love his passion, his, his fight. You know, he wants, he, he wants to help us win in any way that he can. And um, we got to do a better job of being productive so we can stay out of those situations where the running game becomes difficult to stick with. And we will lose the next two games. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't go um, because we want to get a better draft pick because we're trying to get another quarterback that again, just like you said, set us back years because I read the list of quarterbacks we've been through. Well, let me tell you, if we get Tom Brady, another joke, or if we get a rookie, well, you know what? Devontae Adams is not going to hang around to watch a rookie bloom. So we'll see what happens, but not real happy with the situation. I'm sure you're not either brother. And our next caller, a very good Raider fan, that there in the Midwest, handling his business, been a long, long fan of the podcast. This is Nebraska Raider. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Nebraska Raider calling in. It's been a while, man. Uh, just been wa- sitting back watching this season fall out and, and uh, or lay out as it has been. And, uh, uh, man, that last Patriots game, everybody else has said everything that I was thinking. Damn straight. Uh, doesn't have anything to do with the tuck rule or the F-U-C-K rule for all those kids who are listening. Um, uh, yeah, it doesn't make up for that. But... Uh, I was thinking I, I'm sitting here chopping up some stuff to make a uh, uh, like a salad for um, uh, Christmas, and uh, I was listening to Eddie Pascal, uh, which why do they have this guy who uh, is very it's very uh, general general nationalized as a Raider fan. He knows nothing about the game. He just goes off of what other people say. Uh, and I'm sitting here thinking, man, you know what? Whatever this guy is getting paid, I could do the damn same thing as well as the Raider Nation could. And, I mean, there's multiple other ones out there that, you know, like uh, uh, Q, uh, who uh, runs the whole thing out there with JT DeBrick and Vinny Bonsignor and uh, stuff like that. But, and they actually know what's going on, but this guy doesn't know anything. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe I put my application in. Go in there, slick back hair. Actually, I shaved my head. So maybe not that. But I'm sitting here listening to this guy, and he has no freaking idea what he's talking about with the with the Raiders. I almost said Oakland. Hey, it's in our heart. Uh, and, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, like shit, man. Um, how can we have certain people along with Heidi Fang? I mean, she's just there just to be there. Um, uh, and uh, but uh, with okay, so with that, I will say this, and I you know I'm probably going to get cut off, but with that, I will say this. Um, God bless, uh, you know, Frank, uh, uh, you know, Franco Harris. You know, he uh, he passed away right before, you know, this game coming up. 
whatnot, and this is prior to the Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, going into uh, Saturday's game. But uh, God bless him and his family and everything like that. Um, you know, it uh, immortalizes us. Those type of plays, those type of, uh, not only in football, but in life. So I'm sure you've had a few yourself, uh, Randy and Greg and Raider Nation. Uh, I know I've had a few myself. Um, but uh, with that being said, kick the shit out of those. I don't want to see no 713 Raiders 7, Pittsburgh 13 on that screen. So let's go up there and uh, go out there into the cold wilderness of Pittsburgh and just whoop their ass. And uh, in the words of George Atkinson, watch that shit on YouTube. Uh, it was immaculate deception. And with that being said, I have a whole lot more to say, but I know I'm going to get cut off here in a little bit. Uh, I am Mary, and we will be Mary after this uh, Christmas gift that we will all, all Raider Nation will have in our stockings as a win, a Raider win. And God bless with that. Just win, baby. God bless. Love y'all. I'm out. Well, brother, it was almost like you were predicting the score because that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> Very close. But we got the L like we were supposed to because of our coaching. Um, what a clown. I can't go on anymore about that idiot, but I will say that, you know, the Raider Nation deserves better. Should have gotten this win. And Franco Harris was a good dude. And the immaculate reception and plays like that are what keeps the Raiders up front and in everyone's head. You know, we have a franchise that is a storied franchise. The Raiders are not the Browns. They're not the Lions. They're not teams that have never really made it to the Super Bowl and won it. We have a history, and that is part of it, and I embrace it as well. Sorry about the game, though, bro. Coaching, coaching, coaching. And our next caller is Raider Junkie out of Whittier, California. What's happening, my good brother? Raider Greg, this is Raider Junkie here in Whittier. I'm watching this game right now between Pittsburgh and the Raiders. I just can't believe that we just blew another lead. The offense getting shut out the second half. I told my wife as we watched this game, and I saw it come, I told my wife, you know what? I have a bad feeling. We're letting them hang around with cars throwing interceptions, penalties, just that stop drives. I mean, the whole game, you could see we were just sputtering. It was just horrible. Horrible performance by the offense in second half. I mean, I can't blame it on the defense. You know, especially the second half. I mean, Carr just put him in positions that, you know, was hard to recover by. I don't know, Ritter Gray, but something's going to have to go. Carr had a horrible game against the run. I don't even want to talk about that run game. I was so pissed. That's why I never freaking called. And this game really just a good icing on the top. 
something's got to happen this this off season. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Cards have two straight horrible games, so I don't know who to blame it on. Do you blame it on the head coach? Do you blame it all on Cards? I mean, something's got to give. So I'm just going to kick back out here in Wiener, have my beer and popcorn and watch what happens this off season, and watch the rest of this Raiders season and watch the players play out for their incentive or whatever goals they have to make more money. Maybe watch some of these other younger talents, maybe get some playing time. Other than that, Raiders, great. It's been a very hard season. I'm out. Well, first, thank you for the call, brother. And yeah, well, when you're in a stadium when it's minus eight degrees with the wind blowing in the wintertime, everyone, including Josh Jacobs, knows you have to run the football, which we were not doing. I think we had 15 run attempts for the whole game, which in that situation is a complete lack of coaching again. Again, just like the Rams game, again. Um, Yeah, they're going to try to hang this on Carr. Don't believe it, because this coach is an idiot. And our next caller is from New Jersey. I love her. Raider Trace is in the house. What's happening? Hey, what's going on, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? What's up, Raider Nation? This is one unhappy Raider fan. This is Tracy from New Jersey. And, um, man, uh, I just wish uh, the game could have ended like last week. Well, not ended like the game against the Patriots, but just on a much happier note. So I guess there's um, not a lot to say. You know, what's the use? We started strong and finished flat. Um, you know, as far as the coach who shall remain nameless, can he just go away and take take Patrick Graham with him? Oh, my gosh. Uh, all I can say is, like, the best thing about the season so far is the podcast. I really, really, really look forward to to hearing it, especially after – after these type of games. So thank you, Raider Greg and Raider Randy. Raider Nation, I wish all of you uh, and your families uh, just a wonderful holiday. Um, And Raider Greg, I especially appreciate the way that you uh, give props to uh, our Lord and Savior at the end of uh, your podcast. Well, thank you for the call, man. New Jersey, a brutal place for fans, man. You got a a lot of Eagle fans around and a lot of Steeler fans around, so you're holding tough. (laughs) And I appreciate the props. And, you know, I wish we could get rid of McDaniels and uh, Patrick Graham, man. I wish it was that simple, but ain't going to happen. So we will just have to muddle through until they are gone, and hopefully there'll be somebody with, you know, a real coaching prowess because, you know, the list of coaches I put out there just give you an idea of how tough it is to find that guy. Unlike the Steelers, who found that guy one 
right after the next, multiple seasons of wins, multiple seasons of winning seasons. Uh, Coach Tomlin and the, the coach before him, Coach Cower, multiple wins together on the team for, you know, 20 years. Not our situation. Our ownership sucks. But, hey, I appreciate that, too, because I love the Lord, and uh, I'm going to be devoting a whole lot more time in the good book. Trust me. God bless you, Tracy. And our next caller from Scranton, PA. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, you poor guy. That's Raider Chris is in the house. He has to go to work and listen to all the garbage from this buffoonery. Uh, what a game. What a joke. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, Raider Chris Granton, PA. And, well, I didn't get my only gift that I wanted for Christmas this year, and that was for a Steelers loss. A Raiders win. That's all I wanted. And I got to be honest, after that first drive, I'm like, oh, we got this. Not because it was so early on. It was because of how we looked. We were in sync. We were gelling. We were all on the same page. And then, I don't know. I don't know what happened after that first drive. It's We went away from the game plan. And I'm not even trying to hear the excuse about the weather don't need to hear about it. The professionals, they've been in this league long enough. Derek Carr's been in the league long enough to learn what to do and how to adjust. Don't want to hear that. Pittsburgh gave this game to us. Missed field goals, turnovers. Pickett looked terrible. Perriman, before he got hurt, gave us the interception. Jones was shaking up the, uh, their offensive line, but injuries happened, and Derek Carr happened. His, some of his passes look so suspect. It really makes you question this game, this team, and you know his dedication to this team. It is going to be his last year. It should be his last year because after nine seasons, after nine years, he's not going to get better. So it's on to San Francisco, and we're going to get embarrassed. So the smart thing to do is for Vegas to sit car, keep him healthy so we can get you know get rid of him and his contract at the end of the year because if he gets hurt we're stuck with him next year so it's on to san francisco guys i love you guys to death happy new year be safe love you guys until next week i'm out like that fat girl in dodgeball i'll talk to you next year yeah, well, we'll talk to you next year, brother, but it's not Derek Carr. It's, he's throwing in minus 8-degree weather with a wind chill. You don't pass in games like that. That's why this time of year, it's been everyone in the entire football universe knows this is time you run the ball. This is time you actually run the ball, not 15 times, 28 times maybe, but not 15 times because at this point, with Josh Jacobs punishing you, you start to see cracks, and pretty soon you start to see the big runs. Pretty soon you start to see some growth progress, but we never got the chance because our coach is just inept again. Um, no, I'm not going to put this on car. I'm going to put this squarely where it belongs. I'm going to put on McNuggets and uh, his buffoonery because, dude, 
Carr is gone, just like you said. So you're going to see Stidham, which is going to show exactly who he is, not even close to being a anything but a backup, even at that. And then we're going to get Tom Brady next year, bro. Wow. 47-year-old Tom Brady, the fossil, comes to Las Vegas. It's like Celine Dion showing up or uh, Britney Spears coming to Vegas. It'll be the Tom Brady show coming to Vegas. What a joke. Love the call, brother. Can't wait for your last call next show, next week, uh, because that'll be my last show. Uh, Appreciate all you've done for sure. Uh, You have been a rock here on the bone line. And our next caller is the cheese head radar out of Wisconsin, where the cheese is. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider calling from Wisconsin. And, well, the Raiders could not deliver the nation a Christmas present by beating the Pittsburgh Squealers. Three turnovers. Um, well, I know the car haters are going to be out. Oh, sucks. He's this, he's that. You know, you've got the kicker for the Pittsburgh Steelers who missed two field goals, and he kicks field goals in that stadium in all types of weather, sunny, rainy, cold, windy, and he still missed two field goals, and we're, I guess, expecting Carr to come in there and just needle or put the thread through the needle. Um, Now, I'm certainly not going to say that we expect more from our starting quarterbacks Um, As I've said in the past, Carr has this tendency to throw the ball where the receiver is when he makes the decision instead of throwing the ball to where the receiver is going to be. And so the Hunter Renfro one, it was behind him. Uh, Clearly the one to Foster Moreau was too high. And, of course, in the last one, he threw out the field when he should have thrown it in the middle. and that's just what it is. I mean, three turnovers, we met, lose by a field goal. I'm not saying that I'm happy. I'm not making excuses. Needed that win, clearly, uh, but we didn't get it. Uh, defense played very well. Uh, lose Chandler Jones, lose Perryman, and the Steelers are able to march down the field to get that last touchdown. So we need help, and the Packers have helped us by being the Dolphins. And now tomorrow we need the Colts to beat on Monday night football, the Chargers. Um, That one, I think, is a little more of an uphill battle. I was confident that the Packers could beat the Dolphins, but um, I don't know about the Colts beating the Chargers. Then if that were to happen, we somehow would have to beat the 49ers and then beat the Chiefs, which not saying it's impossible, uh, but it ain't looking that good. Right now, we have the ninth overall pick. Um, I always want the Raiders to win, clearly. But for the future of the nation, future of this team, if the Colts do not beat the Chargers and we are eliminated, honestly, I think it would be better for us just to lose the last two games, as much as I hate to say it. Um get higher draft pick, try to do something. 
I mean, there's so much talk about Carr not going to be back next year. Um, he has a no-trade clause, and there's talk that he is willing to waive that and be traded. Um, and then what we do for a quarterback after that, I cannot believe. I keep hearing this. But Tampa Tom would come to the nation and apparently be our savior, which I do not see he's going to do any better with us. Um, I think Father Time has finally caught up with him. J.J., uh, I guess, was irate after the Steelers loss. He may not be back, which is going to be a devastating thing. Now we can franchise him. Um, I don't know about him being a restricted or unrestricted free agent, and we could put uh, tenure tags on him. I know there's some out there where if another team picks him up and signs him, um, they would have to give us a first round or two seconds. I mean, there's different things to that. I don't know if we can do that with him, but – yeah, uh, we are kind of um, in limbo right now until we find out what happens with the Colts. Well, Raider Nation, hope you had a happy Merry Christmas with your family. And this is the Cheesehead Raider, and I am out. I love this call. I love this call for the obvious. The kicker missed two field goals because of the inclement weather, and we ran the ball 15 times. What a joke. Our coaching staff wants to lose. We're gonna, we lost that game. We're going to lose the next two games, and we'll get a better draft pick, no doubt. We'll be able to pick up Tim Tebow number two because that's what I see. Or we're going to get the fossil, um, Celine Dion, a.k.a. Tom Brady, to come to Vegas and do a show or two for a season. Um, dude, it's bleak. It's bleak for sure. We're not going to no playoffs. I think this coach has wanted to dump this season from the very beginning, just barely winning when he can. And he sure wishes he could have lost that Patriot game. I am positive because that was in his plan to lose the rest of the games of the season to get a better draft pick. So he's sitting pretty right now. We have Stidham, which is going to get pummeled. You know, I think he's going to get injured for sure in this next game. So whoever next is up, you know, who whoever's going. And Josh Jacobs is gone. I think that because it's his, he declined his fifth-year option, he is a unrestricted free agent. In other words, if a team offers him a contract, he can go there. If the Raiders match it, he can go there and leave the Raiders behind because, to me, quite honestly, I think that's what he wants to do. I think he's tired with the buffoonery here in Las Vegas. He's done with Josh McDaniels. So is, uh, well, everyone is. The whole team is, except for Darren Waller, the homer. and uh, But Devontae Adams is finished as well. You could tell in his press conference he's done. So we'll see what happens. But, hey, man, it's a long, long time before we... Get another franchise quarterback, and all you people that want a car to go, well, we'll just see how long it takes to get another one because it was a long list that I read off of quarterbacks. And if you weren't around then, well, you're going to be around for this one. And our next caller is Mr. Positive. I love this guy. The Prez is in the house. He's been working hard, been out there in the ocean doing his thing. What's happening, my good brother? Raider Nation, Raider Nation. 
salute to Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the Raider Nation as well. This is the prayers coming to you. I have been tardy for the last couple of podcasts due to us being out deep in the waters, and it's hard to get a signal, and I hope I am coming in clear. So let me get ready and get started to what I got to say. Absurd, ridiculous, we can't beat these teams. No way in hell we should be sitting where we are. We should be feasting on these quarterbacks that doesn't have experience in these teams. I guess it is um, trying to part ways, and unfortunately, you can't get rid of the, the coach, but we got to make some changes, and that's probably going to happen for sure, no doubt. And um, I don't really know what else to say. We go to the same old, same old. I just hate that we got to wait eight to nine months to go through this crap all over again, meaning go through the um, combine, the draft, the training, preseason, and then all this, and then you don't know what to expect. I just knew, well, we all just knew that, you know, this was going to be better. And um, a lot of angry finger pointings and stuff, very absurd and very dumb to let a very good running back go to tell them, basically tell him to go ahead and seek elsewhere. I just don't get it. I just don't understand the logic of this team at all. And um, something else I want to bring up, um, the incident at New England with the guy that's crying a bloody river when kind of found out that he was shit-talking himself. And then when he got his just desserts, you know, we get blamed in, in the media. It's, it's always something. It's always something with the Raiders. And I just kind of like, just like this, had my feel for it. I'm ready for the season to be over with so we can flush all the negativity and all the bad feelings out of our system because this was ugly. The, the thing about it, though, we won, I'm sorry, we lost games that we really pretty much was like there, one point, a lot, a lot of one-point games, and unfortunately we dropped the egg on a few and let them come back and beat us, though. But we had to put blame on that defense um, that's pretty poor. And that's basically it, Raider Nation. I'm going to wish everybody happy 2023. Unfortunately, I had to work this year on the boat. It was, um, I'm glad it's out of the way. I hope to um, have fun next year because I'm off for Christmas next year, so I'll get a chance to spend Christmas home and it'll feel Christmassy. And Raider Greg and Raider Randy, I hope y'all have a good 2023. Raider Nation, let us rejoice and be safe and let's get this done and hopefully we can um, see what happens. Though. I'm not holding my breath for it, though. <laughs> okay, y'all, this is the prayers. I've said enough, and I apologize. Hopefully, I'm coming in clear. Raiders. Yeah, well, you said it right. I mean, um, let's just take a look here at uh, one-score games for Derek Carr under John Gruden. He was two of uh, he was seven to two. He won seven games and lost two, but under McDougal, he's two of eight. Derek Carr had a 68% passer rating under Gruden, a 60 under McNuggets. Josh McDaniels doesn't know what he's doing. He can't play. He can't call a second half of a, a game, and he doesn't know anything about his personnel. He's squeezing everybody into his own box. Never going to work. He's a loser waiting to lose, and he will be replaced within a year. It's not the team. It's not Derek Carr. This all ends up on the head of Josh McDaniels and he really, in essence, in Mark, a bull cut hair Davis. And our next caller is the Mountain Raider. 
Been listening for a long time. I'm glad he got the phone and dropped the call. What's up, brother? Mr. Craig, this is the Mountain Raider from West Virginia calling in again. It's my second call to the bed line. I was just calling after the last collapse uh, that we've had, which we've seen too many of this season. I don't want to get into it in too much detail. It's been said by other folks uh, that, uh, and yourself uh, and all the Raider fans who've called in what's going on. But uh, I just wanted to mentioned a little bit about how we in West Virginia, our family, got to be Raider fans. Um, we lived in a very rural area of a very rural state, and as kids, we only got one station, and that station was an NBC station. And back at that time, before the merger of the leagues, uh, the AFL was what uh, the NBC carried. So we would get in from chores and so forth on the farm, and um, the afternoon game from the West Coast would be on. And, of course, the Raiders were on a lot, and my mom got to be a huge fan of George Blanda and the Mad Bomber, and then later Kenny Stabler, who was her absolute favorite Raider of all time. So by virtue of her getting to be a fan, we, as a family, all kind of got to be fans, and it stuck with us ever since. And we even got to visit Oakland when I found this podcast back 15 years ago or so, started listening. Uh... I got a lot from Raider Greg and once in a while Raider Randy piping in as well, but really from the fans who have been so great. I mean, uh, Cheesehead Raider, um, you know, the Prez, uh, Cali in the South, fans from back that haven't called in a long time. Of course, I never called until just recently this year when you guys were saying you're ending the podcast, but I just wanted to say how much I appreciated all of it. The, the input from the fans, it's been great. And uh, as you say, it's my favorite part of the show. I enjoy the, all the rest of it, but I enjoy the fans. And uh, I thank them for, for their input over all the years. So go Raiders. Bye. Well, that is a crazy way to become a Raider fan, but how unique and how awesome you got to see all those games and your family became fans from there. That's a great history, dude. And thank you so much for sharing that. And also sharing the fact of the bone line. My favorite thing has been it since we got it up there. Um, you used to, used to have a forum, and I used to try to read those. That was hard. Let's go to the Raider Nation comments forum section now. Nation comments forum section, and here we have Raider Frank Stealth, Raider Frank, of course, and Raider Shaw. I hope I said that right. <laughs> I always blow stuff like this. Randy Moss and Porter, and he's referencing my last podcast when he says, "In case anyone was wondering, Randy Moss will make 8.25 million in 06, 9.75 million in 07." And 11.25 million in 08. His original contract was renegotiated in 2005 to help the, with the salary cap. I must say that happened two times. He did it twice. So that's why I thought he was a Raider, because he did that twice to help the team. 
To trade him would be costly unless someone took over the contract or maybe if we paid part of it. It ain't going to happen. I'd like it to, Frank. Boy, I want him out of here. But that's not going to happen because nobody wants him because he's not productive. And until he starts putting up numbers again or some, some uh, psycho sees something that we don't see, um, that's possible too, you know, because any car on the lot, when you're selling cars, be the ugliest piece of crap on the lot and somebody will buy it. So maybe somebody will come take him. You never know. When we figured out the 800 number and got this on here, I think it really made our show happen. It really gave other Raider fans an opportunity to vent. And just for all of us together to know that we're not nuts, we see, like we see McDaniels, we see what's happening here. We're not going to believe the lies that flow from uh, the management here. Uh, and that's what makes this show and has made this show. Not me by any stretch. Um, Randy, for sure. Randy definitely makes the show. <laughs> I am just a talking head. I appreciate the call very much, my good brother. And our next caller, Raider Matty from Albany, New York. What is happening, brother? Hey, I keep getting cut off, guys. Matty Raider, Albany, New York. Just calling after the epic choke job against the Steelers. I'm just so furious at this coaching staff. Uh, they're the worst in the league. I hate McDaniels. Um, I, I, I just, it, it's beyond. We have the league's leading rusher in G Josh Jacobs, and we can't manage to figure out to run the ball. Uh, we're throwing on minus seven uh, with wind and snow. But um, it's par for the course with this idiot. Um, it looks like Carr is going to be sacrificed for him, which is a joke. Um, and if you bring in that Tom Brady fossil, I'll puke. I just can't stand it. We're not Patriots. We're West. We're the Raiders. Um, don't even get me started on Mark Davis. He was around one of the greatest minds of football with his dad and didn't learn a thing. There was a reason why his dad didn't keep him around because he's an idiot. He's a dumbo. And we're stuck with this. And I just want, I'm so frustrated, man. Um, but uh, that's all I got. God bless, guys. Happy New Year. All the best to you and your families. Randy, Greg, thanks so much for doing this. We love you guys. Wow. What a call. Everything I've been thinking, everything I've said. You know, Mark Davis never sat next to his dad at the Coliseum. Never. You never saw him sitting next to his always Otto or somebody else up there sitting next to his father at Raider Games. He was never there. Nope. He would go watch basketball, but he was never at the Raider game. Mark Davis is not a Raider. Mark Davis is a succubus at his dad's um, hard-earned team. Ugh, it just makes me sick that he's the owner of this franchise because he has absolutely no idea of what he's doing, or how, who to hire. He's just a buffoon. And I agree with that 100%, brother. Thank you for the call, man. I don't want to be a downer, but hey, man, it's a it's in her face. What are we going to do? Thanks for the call, my friend. And our next caller from North Carolina, Raider Ruben, is in the house. What's happening, good brother? 
What's up, Raider Greg and Raider Nation? This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. Um, calling in uh, uh, with the news of the benching of Derek Carr. I know um, a lot will be upset about this latest news coming out of the Raiders, but uh, just going to show you the, the dysfunctionality of this organization. Um, I was a Carr supporter when he was drafted in 2014. But uh, over the last couple of years, you know, I've watched just as many games as anybody else, if not every single game. And uh, there was a change that needed to come. I think, uh, who knows, maybe Carr is just a little burnout being part of the Raiders or who knows what the true story is. But there's no way I'm giving um, McDaniels any type of credit for making this decision. It was the same guy that drafted Tim Tebow. Uh, that should tell you everything. And he got caught cheating in Denver and got fired after a season and a half. So uh, I'm not calling to say that uh, McDaniels made the right decision. All I'm saying is um, something needed to get happened. Um, who knows? Maybe this the second time around with McDaniels is going to be different from this first time. But, you know, it's it's still up in the air. There's no way of telling um, you know, we can predict the future, you know, who knows, maybe he'll stink it up again next year and he'll get fired and here we are, you know, starting all, all over again. But at least, you know, you know, with Carr, it'll give him a head, you know, a fresh start. If he stays true to his word and where he said he he'll he only wanted to play for was for the Raiders or he'd be playing golf, then you know, so be it. Let him ride right off and, you know, spend time with his family and do the things that other things that he's really passionate about. Um, if he doesn't come back next year as, as a Raiders quarterback, well, I wish him back the best. You know, um, I have no bad feelings except for the fact that, you know, he just wasn't able to get it done. Um, did he have the help? Offensively, I, I think they did it. They gave him a lot of um, attention on offense. You know, they gave him the best offensive line. They drafted Amari Cooper. They brought in Michael Crabtree. Now we have Devontae Adams. And I know there's a little stretch there in between where, you know, things didn't work out. They try to bring, try to make things work with Antonio Brown, and we all know how that worked out. But for the most part, they've always tried to, you know, cater to um, make things good for Carr and in a lot of other areas were ignored, especially on defense, by trading away Khalil Mack and all the other stuff. So um, I, I see this as a, as a, as a, a reset button. Um, who knows if this reset's going to, how long is the reset's going to take. But um, I think it's something that, you know, as the fan base who've been so divided over the topic of Derek Carr, I think we need to come together and support this team and um, move forward. There's, there's only one, that's the only thing we can do. Uh, we really don't have control over everything. You know, we can have our opinions and be passionate about them. But at the same time, what do you expect? <laughs> this is a Mark Davis-owned team. There's been nothing but dysfunction for the last 20-plus years since, you know, we lost in that Super Bowl in 2002. But, uh, you know, what can we do? It is what it is, and uh, uh, we'll just see what happens. Hopefully uh, we can pull out these two wins and maybe sweep into the playoffs. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. You know, so, um, yeah, hopefully everybody's having a good day. Don't let this news uh, of Derek Carr getting bench ruin your day. You know, there's bigger things in football and life. So um, I'll talk to you guys on the next one.
have a good one. Bye. First off, I appreciate your call and your opinions, brother. But I'll tell you, last year, Carr's passer rating was 68%, and this year it's 60 with a better offense and better defensive players. And Derek Carr has not had a better than 22nd-ranked defense since he's been in Oakland, since he's been a Raider. That You're not going to win with that. You might do okay, but you're not going to win with that kind of defense. And, yeah, they've given him a couple of tidbits here and there, but if you look at his uh, receiving core for the to- nine years he's been here, 90% of them has been trash, garbage, no running back, no defense. No, I'm not buying that load of garbage that they've been saying about Derek Carr. Oh, they've been working, they've been trying to get him what he needs. No, don't believe it. He's a good quarterback. And not only that, he represents the Raiders with pride and class. And he's been standing up there taking the heat for this clown that we've had this last year. But don't expect McDaniels to do anything more than he did in Denver. Because that's where we're headed. I can guarantee that. We is no way we're going to win these next two games. He will make sure of it because he is an idiot. That it, I can bet on that. Bet on that. If you're going to bet on anything, bet that we lose both those games. That's a fact. All right, brother. Appreciate your, your take, but I don't agree. Moving on from Carr, you got a long, long, long many years of pain before we get another franchise quarterback because they just don't fall out of the sky. Uh, many teams haven't had one in decades. Uh, so big mistake. But, hey, Mark Davis wants to save his buddy, Joshy. What a joke. Our next caller is Raider Jesse James from Dallas, Texas. What do you got for the Raider Nation, my good brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Jesse James out of Dallas. All right, well, I'm sure your bone line's filled up with uh, both Derek Carr haters and lovers, and you know that always has been a split amongst the nation. But now we can all come together and say, okay, it's done, it's over. He's benched, uh, spit him, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was very impressed with his accuracy his poise, his control of the pocket um, during the preseason. I was watching it with my neck, and I remember saying, like, who's this cat? Who is this guy? And uh, we called him Baby DC because he just seemed like, you know, Derek, when he first came into the league, just in there, you know, with, with control of, of the offense. And I was like, whoa. So the fact that he's starting is exciting to me. Um for once, and I'm going to let you guys know, I've always been a Derek Carr fan. I, I think he changed the franchise for the good. Um, but that being said, it is time to move on simply because, you know, passion doesn't win you championships. And I know he has a lot of passion. He has great leadership. But he also cost us a few games, including the Chargers and Steelers. And, you know, just looking back like, oh, man, you're a veteran quarterback. Like, you should be, you know, getting over that, that hump. And he has it. That being said, I'm excited uh, for what's in the future. Um, I won't say it now. Well, I'll say it now. I'll just throw a little bone in there. Brady will be available. McDaniels might bring him in for a year. Who knows? That could happen. Raiders, that could happen. Merry uh, Christmas. Happy New Year's. I'm out. 
First off, appreciate your call, brother, but you are high. <laughs> Stidham is nothing but a backup. Always will be, no matter what. He will not do anything in the NFL besides backup. That's it. You know, because it's preseason, dude. Everybody looks great in preseason. Even McDaniel looked good in preseason. And, you know, it's time to move on. I've heard these words before. Again, let me go through the list of quarterbacks we had. Kerry Collins, Andrew Walter, Josh McCown, Jamarcus Russell, Jason Campbell, Carson Palmer, Terrell Pryor. None of these guys lasted more than two seasons because they stunk. We tried. We kept trying. We kept thinking, oh, only if we could get a franchise quarterback, only if we could get a guy that was a true Raider, only if we, we could get a guy that could really do it. We had him, and now we let him go. So I just, you know, I'll be there. I'll be watching this happen, but I know what's going to happen. Because I have been watching what's going to happen and um, for many years. And those of you who don't know, who haven't been fans long enough, are going to get a real taste of what it's like to be a real Raider fan. Because anybody who's been against Carr, well, you're all going to get exactly what you're asking for. And it's going to be interesting to see. Appreciate the call. And the perspective, don't get me wrong, I want to hear everyone's side, but I've been down this road. <laughs> it's not pretty. Next call is Raider Junkie. What's going on, my brother? What's up, Raider Greg? This is Raider Junkie here in Whittier. Just heard the news about Derek Carr getting benched these last few games. I can kind of understand it. From a, a ownership kind of view, you know, we don't want to hurt him now. And the rumors is that um, he might be in a trade mill. So a lot of things going down this week. Just wanted to hear your thoughts on this Derek Carr situation. And what do you think? Do we release him and give him his $5 million Or do we go ahead and stick with him and pay him the $33 million that I guess he's guaranteed through this year and plus some other stuff? Just wanted to hear your thoughts. All right. Let's see what happens these last two games of all these other players are playing for incentives and stuff like that. All right, Raider Greg. I hate to say it, but I just never thought this season would turn out like this. And I'm sure a lot of us didn't expect this. But Black Raiders, as we always say, until next year, can't wait for the draft picks. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of here. Later. Well, yeah, you've heard what I thought. That's what I think. And I think the Raiders are in for a very long, many years of rebuilding, new coaches, new quarterback. Um, yeah, this is a real flubber from the blubber up top. Mark Davis with his bull haircut and his bull hair brain. What a joke. It's a shame. It's a shame for the Raiders, the team. And especially the fans, uh, this is um, a collapse of epic proportion. 
And our last caller from Farmington, New Mexico, Raider Trevor, is in the house. What do you got for us, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. What is up? This is Raider Trevor from Farmington, New Mexico. Uh, I hate calling when I know that you, you're already getting this week's podcast worked on, but the news came out uh, that they're benching Derek Carr. And uh, I know that we've always been wishy-washy and always back and forth when he plays bad, when he plays good. Uh, but it's uh, he's he's been with the team for a while, and he's he's set some records that are going to stand with the Raiders for quite some time. And uh, it's kind of uh, sad to see that Josh McDaniels is uh, he's got so much power and so much uh, ability to plan for the, the future that um, they're kind of doing Derek dirty like this. I understand trying to keep him healthy if they're going to use him as a trading piece for next year, but um, Derek's always been loyal to the Raiders and to spend all that time with the, the team. And if these are the last two games that he's going to have with the Raiders and, and it's going to be from the bench because they want his value to be, be there for a trade well then that's uh that's pretty messed up i'm sure he's gonna say the right things and be nice and and love on the on the raider nation but uh that's pretty dirty of us and mcdaniels to do that crap so um i'm just disappointed with how they're going about it um even though it's very low percentage i know they said that there's still a chance at playoffs and uh that's not enough argument for them to to keep uh, Derek in for his potential last year games with the team. So uh, I don't know. Hopefully uh, you guys all had a great Christmas and have a, a great New Year. So um, we'll see what the future holds. I, I'm kind of thinking that McDaniels is going to shoot for his boy Tom Brady, but uh, I don't know if that's a great plan for our distant future. So all right. Have a good New Year, guys. See ya. Well, thank you for your call, man. Most of all, because you're right about the doing dirty. I didn't say it, but I'm certainly happy that you said it. That after all the things that he has had to deal with, Gruden, Ruggs, uh, no coach, standing up there and taking heat for this idiot uh, McDaniels, and his stupid play calling and his lack of leadership. And they do this to him. And he's been nothing but class. The Raiders, hey man, Mark Davis, it just shows me the slime that's in the NFL. And boy, we got plenty of it here in the silver and black. It is slimy and stinky and uh, everything you can say on that level. Uh, no class absolutely zero class like other organizations that take care of players that have done so well for the organization. They do this to him. No, thanks. I wouldn't want to play for them. And our next caller is money man has spoken Raider. We haven't heard from this cat in a very long time. He's a true Raider fan. He's not a car lover, but what is happening, brother? I'm glad you called.
Yeah, this is Money Man and Spoken Radio. Well, it looked like it went down the way it did. I've been trying to tell everybody ever since 2015 that some person, I don't want to say his name, that he was not the guy. Y'all remember all that. Y'all remember all the calls. Yet, it just fell on deaf ears. Everybody wanted to believe, for some reason, that he was going to take us to the promised land. And now we know what the real deal is. Josh McDaniels has come in, gave him a do-or-die contract, and he did exactly what I thought he would do. He died. He died. Everybody was going berserk when we got Tay Adams, thinking this is going to be the highest scoring offense. And we, oh, we're going to be able to comp- compete with Justin Herbert and you know, Pat Mahone and Josh Allen in their life. I'm like, no, we're not. I'm like, you guys are going to be just as upset as you were last year when Carl falls flat on his face, and y'all guys are going to be screaming that Tay Adams is a bum, Josh McDaniel don't know what the hell he's doing, and all this other bullshit, instead of just addressing the elephant in the room. That Carr is a mediocre-ass quarterback that was gifted the starting job and rolled it out for nine years. That's all he was. He was just a mediocre quarterback. Jeff George, people, Jeff George 2.0. A lot of stats, and he was so polarizing, but at the end of the day, you saw the end results and what they were was so inconsistent. Come out scoring 20 points a half, and then the second half was straight goosey, uh, three points at the most. That's unacceptable. And Josh McDaniels wasn't going to have it. That's why he got rid of him. Well, in the process of doing it, it was time to move on, people. The defense was doing their job. You can't be holding teams to 16, 17 points, 13 points, and still losing? Really? Now, if you guys don't accept some bullshit like that, then you guys are committed to mediocrity yourselves. It's not about Derek Carr, people. It's about winning. Just win, baby. That's what it's about. And now I believe we're finally on the right track to do that. I'm confident that this organization is going to go in the right direction as opposed to wallowing and spinning your damn wheels fucking around with Derek Carr. And saying that, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, I'm out. Hallelujah. Well, that was really interesting because I know you really never liked Derek Carr. But I know you've watched him. I know you've seen all the comebacks. I know you've been happy with those. But let's reflect on what you said back in the day because I don't forget. I won't forget. You wanted Terrell Pryor to continue to be the number one franchise quarterback on our team. 
You want anybody, but you really thought Terrell Pryor had it together. Dude, Terrell Pryor's parking cars in Vegas right now. Okay? He's working at McDonald's. Okay? He's not a franchise quarterback, and we had a franchise quarterback. And you want to bring up another guy from the past. Jeff, the strongman George. He had a rocket arm, and he had no brain. Jeff George was a great passer, but he had no head to pass with. He could throw a ball like a rocket, but he couldn't understand the playbook. Jeff George was also not a franchise quarterback and did not represent the Raiders like Derek Carr, a class act. Somebody you could say, hey, man, he's a Raider. He surely is. And you want to stand next to this Josh McDaniels clown? Well, dude. Let me just say, you get everything you want because you will be one of the first guys to complain after the buffoonery continues to roll. And if you heard all the guys I talked about as far as our quarterbacks in the past, you get ready because the list is about to grow exponentially under this clown. Um and I'm sorry you feel that way, but I'm telling you my opinion. And uh, again, Terrell Pryor is working at Burger King right now. So that's all I want to say about that. I appreciate you calling, though. And I know you got your opinion, and you're welcome to it. But I do not agree with you. Uh, he has been a real good quarterback without a defense, without a head coach that was worth than anything. He went through six different playbooks. Dude, don't get me started because I already started. Appreciate your call. Well, that will do it for the Raider Nation podcast. I appreciate all your callers. I look forward to people calling in next week. I'm going to have a complete knee replacement coming up here at the end of the month of, of January. So I won't be able to do any shows or not really wanting to because I'm going to be hurting. I have a little back surgery uh, on the 11th of this month, too. So Ritter Greg's falling apart. It's <laughs> what happens when you get old. Where are those golden years? I think that's a story. Trust me. So I appreciate everybody in Raider Nation podcast. You guys are the bomb. I love the nation. And so let's just hope that we can see Stidham do some crazy, amazing things. Don't hold your breath. Um... Ain't going to happen. It'll be interesting to see the drama because that's all we're going to be able to watch for the next year is all the drama for your mama because that is all that McDaniel's going to bring because he is not the guy. And he is not going to bring any wins. Trust me. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>